Hi, hello and welcome. My name is the Alpha Female and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa, g'day minis. Bushwhacker, Luke here. 2015 Hall of Famer. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah, whoa. This is pro wrestling's only modern day Viking gunner. And you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Bates. And you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a great (laughs) We've had had 70-degree weather here. We really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting snow. My name is Carl Carafel, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Confusion and free agents. This week I'm joined alongside Bubba Duke Lewis, Chris Best, and Andre C. Yes, we got a full packed house for this edition today, and here we all are. I'm going to go around the room real quick. Bubba, how you doing? Doing great, brother. Glad to be here. First time in a long time since I've been on Turnbuckle Talk. Chris Best, how are you? Uh, first time ever being on the show, so I'm very excited. And uh, still uh, feeling a bit of the hangover from the draft, as it were. <laughs> right. Definitely. It has been a whirlwind for sure. Andre, my friend, how are you doing? I'm I'm really good. Happy to be back on the show. I haven't been on in a few months, so happy to be back. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm glad that all of you are here today because this definitely is a big thing. This draft that happened within the WWE. And as you all know, I like to kind of take a look at a little bit of different news that maybe, you know, the mainstream really isn't talking too, too much about. Now, this first piece The mainstream is talking about this because this is even a very big thing. And it isn't for the WWE. This is for AEW. As we're all well aware, AEW is going to be going across the pond. They are going to be going over to England, Wembley Stadium, a most famous Wembley Stadium. So it's being reported right now that pre-sale for All In at Wembley Stadium that began today has already sold 36,000 tickets. <clears throat> Try to do that one. <laughs> I always thought he was going to do 35, so I was going to do this, but it didn't work at all. Not wow. at all. 36,000 tickets. And that's not even sold out yet. Can you believe that? Ed Fry's coming in. Holy hell, look at all these friendly faces. And it's my Marvel Talk tag team partner, Andre. Better put some some T-spect on the Queen's name tonight. Oh, I definitely won't. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so it was announced by Tony Khan on Twitter that it's 36,000 tickets, surpassing their previous record of 20,177 at the AEW Dynamite Grand Slam that happened at the Arthur Ashe Stadium in 2021. We hear a lot of people that are talking about 
AEW is, and I hate using this expression, but it definitely works. AEW is a Mickey Mouse promotion or AEW is the WCW of years gone by where Mm. they're just going to fizzle out and fade away and become the number two, which I mean, right now they are the number two, 100%. They are. We, we, we can't deny that people have, said that AEW is going to not last five years. That's another one that I've heard as well. What does this number right there, 36,000 tickets pre-sale, before we even really find out what the entire card is going to be, I'm going to go around the room and I want all of your opinions on this and your opinions on the uh, talks of AEW just being a shit, whatever promotion. Ed, thank you very much. You get yourself back to NXT because at 10, 15, 10, 10, 10, 15 tonight, Ed is going to be going live as well. So make sure that you guys are checking that out right here on our local establishment. So Bubba Duke, let's start with you. Uh, First, people don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, you just want to talk trash just to have your voice heard at this point. AEW is going nowhere for a long time. Uh, And as far as the tickets, pre-ticket sales, my mind exploded when I heard it. Um, Mm -hmm. People just want good quality entertainment, and that's what exactly AEW is giving them is quality entertainment, quality wrestling. Good for the English people on stepping up and buying those tickets. Definitely it is. And I, I'm very happy that the people have. And, and and again, I've said from the very beginning that this is going to do very well because how much of the large North American or the large American promotions do they actually get over there? Right? I mean, <laughs> as big as New Japan professional wrestling is, that's, you know, for Japan, right? You have American people or North American people that are buying tickets to go there to see this, right? So that's the big promotion that's there. If New Japan were to roll through that area, tickets would ticket sales would be the same. It definitely would be. Mm, well, no, I I can dispute that because Royal Quest, while it was a sellout, it was only about a few thousand people. They've historically haven't drawn big numbers outside of Japan. Really, like. There, it, you got to also remember what W the name WWE and the name AEW have a far bigger reach than the, like we're more hardcore wrestling fans. We know New Japan, but like once you get out of that hardcore wrestling fan, New Japan is not in like not widely known. You, you say WWE, everybody knows what that is, and to mo- a lot more people now, AEW people know what it is. Okay. Okay. No, see, and and that's why I enjoy having people on here that are knowledgeable, uh, you know, more knowledgeable than I am in these different places. I I 100% and I maybe it's because, like you said, I'm a hardcore professional wrestling fan, not company specific that I would have thought that they would have done better. But yeah, WWE global. Right. AEW. Widely recognized. So yeah. for them to go over there, I don't, I never, never thought that it was going to be 
you know, a bad number that they were going to get, even if they only have these 36,000, that's still a huge draw. That's still a huge number for a company that is still pretty much technically in its infancy. Chris Best, give us your, your thoughts on this. Well, you got to remember too, like, yeah, 36,000 tickets have, are being sold and that's fantastic, but you got to look at it this way too. It's not just the UK audience that's going to go there. It's going to be all the European nations that are going to travel there. So I expect right. they will sell out. I expect that they will fill the, uh, what is it? 94,000 that can sit there. Roughly. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I fully expect to sell out. It, so it came as no surprise to me that the 36,000 tickets were sold. Honestly, it, 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 it did surprise me a little bit. I, I, I figured that it was going to do good and I know that yeah. it's going to do good. I didn't expect it to do this good. But you got to remember already. too, like the only product as Bubba Duke had said, the only wrestling product that's been going over there, that's major is the WWE. So they're probably clamoring for something more than what WWE can give them. Right. Well, right. look at Impact Wrestling was a huge example of this in all those times they traveled. Because you got to remember, Impact didn't draw big numbers in the States. But they go over there, they drive five, ten thousand 10,000 people for Impact Wrestling, a relatively smaller promotion in North America yeah. who didn't draw well here, drew – 10,000 people to arenas over there. So I'm with, and with AEW, with them, with, the, with how far they're in, how much bigger they are than impact ever was. There's far more reach and far more European seeing it. And again, this is only pre-sale. That's the other thing. So people without a pre-sale, there's probably still so many more people. <laughs> Do I expect yeah. 94,000? I don't think 94,000, but I could see them doing 60 to 70 with just with this number alone. I could see 60 to 70. 94,000 yeah. would be amazing, but that's again, that's the boxing one. But you also got to remember boxing staging versus wrestling staging. Yeah, I'm like, it's very <laughs> different. They're going to have a bigger presentation for the stream. So I would say you're going to have about 80,000 seats with, with wrestling set up. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah. They then, come, yeah. So then they come close to Summer SummerSlam '92 numbers. Then mm -hmm. they could. I I could see them getting. I could see them getting sixty plus thousand. It, yeah. it just just the pre-sale numbers and this and the pre-sale is not even over yet. That's the thing. There, it's those are the first day sales. Mm -hmm. There's still people that are going to buy during the week, and then it's still got to go on. So, so there's still a lot of potential. Yes, the hardcores have bought in already. Yeah. And that's what you're looking at right now, right? Is we say this is day one of how many days of sales, right? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty impressed because I know that if it's not what you call soccer, but football or WWE, it's not really doing much over there. <clears throat> so for don't you AEW, knock cricket? Cricket will do absolutely fantastic sure as well. Yeah, Boxing's there's, there's doing well over there. there. Boxing's Boxing. Doing well over oh there yeah. But you got your right. You got your mainstream sports to mm. them. Mainstream to them. Yeah. Wrestling's kind of like second to all that. To have it jump day one to would you say thirty six plus right now? Mm. That's yep. awesome, dude. Like if I was Tony Khan, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, boys, we we just might have a chance of getting you know our highest ever um, audience." Right. You know. So I don't it want to sound greedy, but good for him. Well, 
I mean, definitely sound greedy. Why not? <clears throat> this is a huge accomplishment. This is a oh, yeah. huge thing. And just think of the the uh, the, the possibilities. I was just going to use a big word that I couldn't even pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> but think of the possibility. This thing comes close to selling out, let's say, right? Let's say we magically hit that 72, right? Let's just yeah. say we get that. How much? And they put on, like, every AEW show, they give you everything they got. Okay? And then you say, okay, you know what? Because we did this, guess what? UK, we're coming back this date and not even tell them who the card is. Because we really don't know who the entire card is right now, right? Right, we don't. There's already been times, too, where AEW has been like, okay, we're going to come to this city, and they don't tell you anything, and it sells out right away. Right. Yeah. Again, the way I look at it as is the, the product they give you sells those tickets. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah. get AEW, it's the same old thing over and over again. I mean, it's different now because... Triple H is getting his fingers in on stuff now where he can do things. Right. And he's not restricted, quote unquote, restricted as much. So I'm proud for AEW. I wish I could buy a ticket. I'd be over there right now. I'd be going. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, I'm going in July when it comes to Edmonton. I'm insanely excited. And just what's, watching what these companies are doing, what this one is doing, it's, it's ramping up in like, July is going to be the ramp up for all in. So this is where they're going to be starting to build. I'm excited for what I get to see. Like I'm insanely excited. Make like having this, like them knowing we already have 36,000 means we get to, like, we get to start this awesome build to this awesome show. And I get right. to witness the beginning of it. I am so excited. Like this company excites me in every single way. Like, I regularly watch Japanese wrestling, but AEW, I have to watch it. I, wa- I work most Wednesday nights, but I watch it when I get home. I don't care if it's 11, it's 11 at night. I watch it. And I, I like, it's an exciting product to be a fan of. So you now, Andre, Sorry, for you, Andre, I, I, mm-hmm. I, know, I know that you're a lover of New Japan. I am as well. I love New Japan professional wrestling, right? Switchblade will always be my leader. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> You're now saying that you are a fan of AEW. Now, uh, are you a fan of just those promotions or are you a fan of professional wrestling as a whole? Oh, as a whole. Like, again, okay. I'll, I'll admit I don't watch the WWE like, like I used to, but like I was, I watch Mania. I watch, I'm going to watch Backlash. I'm working. I'm working, but that night, but I'm probably gonna watch it on Sunday. Like I'm planning to watch Backlash. I'm like, it, it looks like a good card. If it, it just, I don't, I don't have the time to put myself to sit down and watch five five hours of WWE every single week. That's the biggest issue. Where I'm already committing two hours to AEW. I'm committing all the hours I'm committing to New Japan and Stardom that I love. Where I, I watch it, I try to watch it all. I watch GCW when I can when something interests me on there. I go to local independents because they. That's the stuff that excites me more than anything. Right. So, yeah. I, you'll see in the background all of my Canadian Wrestling's Elite posters back there from different shows that have come through. Because I love supporting independent wrestling as well. Former you know, ring announcer the, for the company right here. There you <laughs> here go. In, here in Edmonton. <laughs> nice. And, and Bubba and I were able to do commentary for the last show that came through. So, I'm happy about that, and I'm hoping that things worked out decently enough that we'll be asked back again. 
somebody that had to take a step back from MLW was a guy who was riding high in the company, Richard Holiday. Richard Holiday was forced to take a step back after he, uh, in December, last uh, in, yeah, in December, diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Now, I know how scary that is. I know how scary that can be. I, I had a possible Hodgkin's scare myself. Um, I went to see the cancer doctor. I went to see everybody. Uh, it wasn't as severe as Hodgkin's, but I do have a different condition. My condition is thankfully in remission. Just as we have found out that Richard Holiday's Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer is in remission. And I could not be happier to have heard that news. Um, last night. Well, yeah, no, it would have been the end of last month. Well, how many days were in the month last year? 30 last month. Yeah. There's 30, yeah. 30 yeah. last day of the month. Anyways, this was, this was, I'm seeing this from May 1st. So the day before May 1st, so he returned crazy. to the world of professional wrestling, making an appearance at beyond wrestling and announcing that his cancer is in remission. So it's coming straight from his mouth. I couldn't be happier to hear that. And I just wanted to make sure that it was, uh, that it was put out there. Um, just because like, that's, yeah, like that's, that's, that's huge. To come back from. No, it definitely isn't. No. Like it's, it's unfortunately something that, that, that he's going to be living with is the rest of his life. Just like I am with my condition. I'm going to be living with it for the rest of my life. Astrid, everybody. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Print it. So, like, it's something that he's going to be living with for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, it can come back, which is always a scare. It definitely is. So I'm just happy about it. And I'm sure mm -hmm. that you guys would be, too. And, and, I, and I just yes. wanted to make sure that it was that it was put out there before we move on to uh, any other topics <laughs> ophelia yes yes uh, a bunch of grown men doing that it's definitely a moment <laughs> that was for our lovely friend astrid pizarro she's an amazing person who does a lot of great content and uh that's just something that uh that kind of kind of came in and kind of stuck so now uh we make sure that we do it uh you know every time and every chance that we get Yes. But I'd like to say thank you, Carl. I had no idea that that was going on. Yeah, me, me neither. Oh, really? I mean, I, I, had I, knew, no was, I knew he was off MLW, but... Yeah, yeah, I knew he kind of was not there, but I didn't know the reason why. I never really looked oh, it up. I just okay. figured he was hurt, you know, whatever. He'll be back when he comes back. But congratulations to him for defeating yeah. that evil C-word. 100%. Now, a little bit of unfortunate news. Uh -oh. Holiday's on-screen, off-screen partner, Alicia Atut, um, you know, back in March, was actually given her release from the company, which um, sucks for Alicia, but 
knowing who she is, I know that she'll bounce back and she'll be able to get uh, bookings wherever because she is amazing at what she does as well. Starting out in the world of journalism and even just doing shows to making it on two shows and being on screen in what was uh, a pretty big storyline that was uh, going on within MLW. So good for Alicia. Terrible that she's been released from the company, but I have total faith that she's going to bounce back. I mean, the landscape of wrestling is wide open. So like she has her pick of where to go. I would love to see Alicia go to like impact or NWA. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm, I think I think Alicia Alicia has that 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 look, that style, that grace. She's got that face. She's got that voice. She's got that presence about her to be able to elevate a little bit more of the NWA. I think even if she's not used as like like in an on screen program with someone, um, I think if we bring in Alicia to the NWA and use her in an on-screen capacity as much as possible and get rid of Tyrus, then the NWA will thrive. That is amazing. That's the only reason I thumbs down it because of Tyrus. That's the only reason I hate on the NWA. I thought he was gone. (laughs) No, he's still the champ there, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, no, Drew. Um, We're talking Alicia Atut from MLW who was in a program with uh, Richard Holiday. Um, if you're just tuning in, Richard Holiday was, uh, had to take a leave because he got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma and he just revealed um, live at a show that it is in remission. So I'm cool with that. I'm very happy with that. Um, but yeah, Alicia Edwards is still working with impact. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's up to you, man, as well. Uh, Astrid is saying that she thinks Alicia requested it. She's not sure she'll want to do, uh, I'm sure she'll want to do other projects, right? Who knows? Maybe. (laughs) Uh, no, I don't want to see her be a manager for MJF. MJF is great on his own. He doesn't, yeah, Yeah. he doesn't need, no, he's got enough mouth and enough attitude for six people. Right. Sub Jack, thank you for coming hey, by. Damn it, Bobby. And then Bobby says, also announced today he is taking bookings for July. Oh, nice. 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 So that means he's even better. Even then, that means that he feels healthy enough yeah. to be able to get back in and do this. That makes me even happier. That just well, took Bob- that news and tenfolded it. Well, Bobby, that means you have work to do if he's if he's being able to be booked, you have work to do for Saskatchewan, buddy. Come on, Bobby. PPW. Let's go. Bobby. Yep. Yep. Let's get her done. <laughs> Not that I could even be there, but I'll be right. <laughs> hey, we can get CWE to try and get him going. <laughs> right. Right. There you Put go. Some feelers out there. Holiday is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I hope he conquers the world. I agree, Bobby. I Amen. definitely agree. He, he 100% mm-hmm. is. 100% yeah. is. You know who else likes to take on the world? Snoop Dogg. Oh. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. Dogg. Guess what else he wants to take over? The Wrestling. Ottawa Senators. 
Yeah, I, I remember reading that. <laughs> okay, let me get this straight. You are saying Snoop Dogg, the god of like hood rap, mm -hmm. wants to buy a Canadian hockey team. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is the same Snoop Dogg that's best friends with Martha Stewart. It, mm -hmm. That's cool, though. That would be cool. Right? Could you imagine their new what? design? It's just, it's just ridiculous as Ryan Reynolds owning a, a soccer team and the fact that he's also trying to buy the, the Ottawa Senators, too. So Yes, he is. Yeah, yes. it's just as ridiculous. Yep. But is it really, though? He's Canadian supporting Canadian. Really. True. But right? I, I, I like Snoop better. I mean, who doesn't? It's Snoop Dogg. And when it comes to Snoop, though, it doesn't really surprise me with what he does. I mean, like, he's... He's an entrepreneur. Let's put it that way. He's yeah. he expand. He's trying to find a way to diversify his money. Mm -hmm. And not just is. on cars and not just on ganja. Cars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say coke, but I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a little over the top. Bobby's got a really good point there as well. Snoop Dogg also has a junior football league for kids who can't afford to get into the sport which is absolutely fantastic amazing and awesome and we found out that news on an episode of beats and beatdowns yes that's right you can check out beats and beatdowns on turnbuckle studios youtube page you can click the uh what are those things they're not categories but what are they I, I don't know the clicky things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I have them all. I have them all within one section for you to click Playlist? on. Playlists. <laughs> Playlists. That's it. Playlists. <laughs> Jeez. I was waiting for him to get there, Chris. Come on. Oh, I wasn't going to get there. Too many concussions, man. Too many concussions. <laughs> it was fun to watch you try to get there, though. <laughs> Snoop sees the entertainment complex are complex opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like 100% he does. And I and like I love that. Love that about him, right? So going back onto this news here. Oh wait. Tony Khan owns a soccer team as well. The people of Fulham are not fans of GK. Uh, Fulham Fulham's uh Ryan Reynolds team, right? So yeah. Oh, come on. So last year the Ottawa Senators uh owner passed away, Eugene passed away. Um they're currently on the market and available to the highest bidder. Yeah, one of those bidders, one of those bidders is uh, Snoop Dogg. According to reports from the Athletic, Snoop Dogg is teaming up with entrepreneur Nico Sparks and nearly a dozen other investors, including The Rock, to put in a large bid for the Ottawa senators. Okay. So see now the rock also makes sense too, because he does hold Canadian citizenship. Yes. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> right. Well, and he owns part of the, doesn't he own part of the CFL now too? Or he has something that, no, to do with the that, CFL. That was, a ho that was a hoax. The CFL XFL thing was, was a hoax. Was a, like a, a hoax. Oh, see, I, I knew the XFL thing, but I thought he actually bought like part of, the CFL itself. Carl is on. Uh, no, I, I saw something about that, but that was that was turned out to be a hoax. So they okay, like, I stand corrected then. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. Thank you. Was a hoax? Yes. So many different comments coming here. Right. 
Wrexham is Re- Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I got I messed it up. <laughs> and then, uh, Snoop is the godfather of hip hop. He went from homies can't have none to everybody come get and eat. What a legend, right? Like, like a hundred percent, hundred percent, like insane. I, I would equate him to uh, the modern day Robin Hood. He takes what he gets and he gives it to people that are less fortunate than him. Well, yeah, I mean, look at look at how he grew up. I mean, he wasn't that well off when he grew up. He had a hard bring, uh, upbringing. Oh yeah, and he hasn't forgot that. No, and that's that's the thing, right? He has exactly. not forgotten that. Yeah, that's why he does this for the kids with the football team. Exactly. Right, like good for him. Yeah, I think it's absolutely insane. It's awesome. So what do you guys think about Orlando? Orlando, Florida. Uh, Getting the Royal Rumble? I've never been there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Never been there. Don't know. <laughs> well, they're making a bid. They haven't yet, Chris. But they're yeah. making a bid for the 2024 Royal Rumble. Um, I just, I, I find it really interesting. So, uh, WESH news reported that the city of Orlando has moved to bid for the event requesting $850,000 from the tourist development tax sports incentive committee of orange County, Florida for the greater Orlando sports commission to make the bid. That's the best comment I've seen all day. I heard you, Carl. I am sorry, but that is funny. Yeah, that one. Oh, so yeah, good. that so is hilarious. <laughs> I could see it so happening. <clears throat> I could see it I, happening. I would love that. Have Goofy come in or, you know, Donald Duck get all mad at somebody and start boxing with them or something. That would be right. Have, have, have our wonderful Astra do a running. Come on. She's, she's from there. <laughs> she is. I mean, yeah, right down the, the Rumble, road. The last time the Rumble was in Orlando, you had Jesse Ventura dressing up as Mickey Mouse and Goofy, and he tried to get Tony Schiavone to dress up as Goofy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I oh, I don't see anything bad about that idea. Period. I think that is huge marketing for everybody involved. Huge. The concern, the concerns I have though, is the weather because they're going to do it at Camping World Stadium. Right. Yeah, it is going to be January. That is rain season, essentially, down there. Um, is a little bit cooler. You know, I would definitely take that weather any day, considering the negative 40 <laughs> that we have here during January. They may still have um, to bring the heated ring, though. Yeah, like like it's it's going to be a task. It's definitely going to be a task for them. But, yeah. I mean, we, we can't say never say never, right? Like, it, it could happen. I mean, we've seen crazier things. <laughs> right. Uh, constant rain is more in the summer, unfortunately, <laughs> says Astrid. She would know. She would know best. One thing is, Astrid, you don't know actual cold. Right. He's <laughs> giggling at her. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where yeah, she says she, it's mostly cold in January. We're like, it's no, not it's negative like, forty Celsius, right? <laughs> you go outside, it's not freeze. 
I love you too, Astrid. <laughs> but the big thing is, if they could pull this off, there is money to be had for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the biggest selling point that they're trying to do right now is they're presenting how much money they made off the two WrestleManias that went to Camping World Stadium. And they made a ton of money off those shows. Right. Yep. Well, yep. And the best thing they can do is look at San Antonio. If if you want to look like to look look to San Antonio's numbers for them bringing the Rumble there the past couple of years, mm. uh, that would be a huge to build because it's now it, it, the Rumble is a drawing mm-hmm. show just like Mania. Oh yeah, it, it really is. Like your three biggest, um, I know I call them pay per views, but there's a different name for them. Um, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam. Those are the biggest mm-hmm. ones. And if you can get either one of those three, you're making money. And all and three of them are stadium shows now. Exactly. Right? Yep. All of so them are. You're locked into the bank. So what kind of concerns me, though, is that Camping World Stadium is only a capacity of, what, 54,000 people. Now we're going to have to take away from that, right? Because you're going to have the uh, uh, the screen set up. Stage. Right? You're going to have stage set up. You're going to have all of these different things. Keep in mind, Camping World Stadium already has a stage set up kind of thing that they build off of. Okay. I've never seen it. So yeah. I don't watch the NCAA or it looks like the the stadium looks like a horseshoe with a stage on one end. Okay. And it's saying that they did 75,000 for Mania 33. So they're again, you got to remember, they also build the floor into, into all of it too. Right. The field. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The field. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I, yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe I shouldn't be as concerned. And they don't go too elaborate with uh, the Royal Rumble setup as well as they do with WrestleMania or SummerSlam. True. Mm-hmm. But what if they want to? Do they have that space to get elaborate with the stage and the Jumbotron stuff? WrestleMania 33 when they built the big roller coaster setup. Mm-hmm. That oh, was huge. Oh, I forgot. Coaster Mania. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So Carl stands corrected. I don't think he looks so worried now. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm definitely not then. No, good for them. And honestly, I hope I hope that they get it. I hope that it happens. I hope that uh, Orlando gets it. Um, oh, the only unfortunate part is that I won't be able to make it. <laughs> Me either. Uh, you'll be on a cruise, my friend. Yes, I will be. <laughs> uh, I will. Well, you'll be. be right there. That's so true. I'll be in Miami. <laughs> well, that's the other side of. Never mind. Ah, it's not that far of a drive, dude. I don't. I've never been. I did there, it bro. before. I drove from Miami to Orlando after the uh, the cruise number two, the Jericho cruise uh, part de. Yep. Okay. Drove from Miami to Orlando and then spent some time in Orlando back then. So, yeah. Ah. Okay. We're gonna get to one more piece of news here before we get to our big topic. We're gonna talk about a departure from AEW. One that I figured was coming 
figured was going to happen, figured that at the time of contract renewal, uh, that it just would kind of fade out into existence kind of thing. But a 16-year veteran, once known as the Queen of Cosplay, joined AEW in 2019 as a wrestler and in backstage capacity, made her debut at Fighter Fest. She was known as the Librarian, along with the uh, other Librarian, Peter Avalon. The two characters originally appeared on Being the Elite's YouTube show before spinning out into a storyline on Dark and Dark Elevation. Now, Leva Bates is who we're talking about. She hasn't wrestled for the company in a while, but has been doing a lot more backstage as opposed to actually wrestling. So she puts out onto her Twitter and Facebook page saying, I appreciate and love all the crew, staff, and talent. I will cherish all our memories together. I've given my time, my focus, and my efforts to the company, but now I've got to focus on myself, my future, and my career. I hope you all, my friends, fans, and loved ones, stay with me through this next chapter of my journey. She hasn't really posted anything about any future bookings at all, but she is scheduled to appear at GalaxyCon in Raleigh, North Carolina. Sorry, Astrid, North Kakalaki. From <laughs> July 27th to the 30th. What do we see Leva Bates doing now? Bubba, start with you. What do you think? <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe she's gonna pick up a spot somewhere else within wrestling, and have a good character run. <clears throat> Chris, I think we lost him. Who's frozen in time? Andre. Um, I I thought she was actually on a really honestly before she signed with AW. Because you saw her on NXT for a while there, she was uh, appearing there, doing doing a lot of great stuff in the as blue pants, and mm-hmm. her indie run was really really good. And I could see her picking it back up, bring the blue pants gimmick back for a bit, get yourself out there, bring that like do something, and then you can kind of rebuild yourself from there as an indie kind of an indie darling. Maybe <laughs> she ends up as like working like as a per appearance deal for NWA, MLW, Impact Wrestling could could pick her up for, for like on per appearance deals. Like there's, there's many possibilities and the Indies are very plentiful for, for a person like that. So, Oh yeah. I would absolutely love it if she went back to, uh, you know, kind of taking over that blue pants character again, because then it'll make my intro a little bit more relevant where we hear, hi, I'm leaving blue pants Bates and you're on turn. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Chris Best, you're back with us now. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, on Leva Bates? So Le- Andre answered my question earlier. She's she's blue pants from NXT, and I thought she was a fantastic character. Yeah, and I still think of her in that way as the librarian because I loved her as that character as well. So if right. she wants to hang up the boots, I can see her going to the performance center and working with the women on developing characters. Ooh, okay, that's yeah. an interesting thought as well. Oh, I didn't even think of her as a as a teacher. Wow, 
Yeah. Yeah. If, if yeah, if if wrestling, if the if the in rings over for you, yeah, that'd be a great spot for because again, this is a girl who's been able to create multiple different characters and get over organically with people. So it just teaches you how to. Yeah, she can easily do that. I have referred to her before as the female Jericho. Yeah, because Jericho I has been able to get that. so many different things over. Leva Bates has always been the same way. I've been following Leva for a very, very, very MySpace long time. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy with absolutely anything that she does. I think she's absolutely fantastic. I've always been a fan and I've always followed her wherever she goes. And that's essentially what she's asking everybody to do now is just follow, follow wherever she goes now. So find her on, on Twitter, follow her that way. And I know that she does a lot of gaming on Twitch as well. So you should be able to find her on Twitch and uh, follow along as she uh, she does some gaming on Twitch. I enjoy it every once in a while when I have the option and the availability to. So, Leva, we love you. We thank you. If this is it for you as an in-ring competitor, thanks for everything because you've entertained, yeah, a lot of us yeah. for a very long time. Yeah, that's you're 100% right. Thank you. Appreciate everything you did in the ring. Please don't leave wrestling. <laughs> I hope she doesn't either. I hope that in some capacity, in we're some still going to see something, something from her. Yeah. 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 Hey, Chris, you're right, bro. I never thought of her as a teacher. Didn't even. I, I, I just saw it. Like from the moment I saw her as blue pants, I'm like, she's a fantastic character. Why can't she? Do, when If she hangs it up, she can do that. She can teach everybody to be, a, she can teach the women, even the men, to be the characters that they want to be and help them yeah. elevate it. Dusty Rhodes did that and he was fantastic at it. Yes. I agree. You know what I want to teach all of you about right now? I want to teach all of you about rogueenergy.com, our amazing sponsor who always helps us get through these long days, these long broadcasts. Rogue Energy has amazing energy drinks for you. They're in powder form. You put them into a shaker cup, shake that shit up, drink it down. You're going to feel great. No crash, less sugar. Here's some of the flavors that they've got. And while you're over there at RogueEnergy.com, make sure that you're using the promo code OLEPODS to get yourself 10% off your entire purchase over there. And I want you guys to hear a little bit from my good friend, Al Snow. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling. 
a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. And while you're over there at collarandelbowbrand.com, use the promo code JKPODCAST and get yourself 10% off your order over there as well. Not just the first time, but every single time. My name is Carl Carafel, and I'm alongside Bubba Duke Lewis, Chris Best, and Andre C for this edition of Turnbuckle Doc Confusion and Free Agents. It's bringing us to our final segment for the night, and I know that this is going to be a little bit of a longer one. I'm going to go through night by night here for us first, right? We're going to go through the first night, talk a little bit about that, go to the supplemental, talk a little, and so on and so forth. One of the confusions that I have first off, and Jimmy Kaderis shares this with me. What in the hell was the WWE doing when they decided to have all this different talk and promotion going around saying, this could be the last time that we see this team together. This could be the last time that this faction is going to be working together because this draft, anything is possible and everyone's included. All for us to get none of that and every team and every faction Staying together, but not only just staying together, being drafted as that team or faction. That's something that confused me. You guys, I want to hear from you. I'm going to start with you, Andre. Are you confused by this as well, or does this seem okay to you? Well, it confuses me the fact that they kept talking about everything can break up, all this stuff, and they don't break anybody up. They don't do anything like that. Like, no teams broke up. And that's what confuses me. Does it surprise me? Not even in the slightest, because it's WWE, and they make weird, weird, sometimes stupid decisions. Mm -hmm. But they always come out on on the better end for it, because it's WWE. They always survive. Right. it just it made no sense the fact that you're 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 saying it's any everybody can break up and they didn't like if you broke up one team, one team, it would be okay. But you didn't break up and you did, I, I, did okay. Did they break up Chad Gable and Otis? That's the biggest <laughs> question. No, no, it doesn't look like it. No. <laughs> yeah. So even <clears throat> there, it's like. <laughs> yeah, Chris, what do you think? I mean. I, I'm not a fan of breaking up tag teams or factions using the draft because I feel like it just hurts the tag division as a whole. But uh, they did break up one tag team, and it's a tag team that didn't even really matter, and that's Natty and Tamina. <laughs> mm. True, I guess. 
Oh. See, that's how much it mattered, right? Yeah. We didn't, we didn't even know. We didn't even realize it. You did. I didn't. I didn't even notice. And I'm a Natty fan. I didn't even notice. I thought Natty was, was teaming with Shotzi. Yeah, I, but I they were, I don't know, all three of them were teaming off and on with all each other. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm actually happy with the way the draft ended up. I'm I'm glad they didn't break up the tag teams or any stables because, as I said, it would hurt. In the end, it does hurt the tag team division if they do that. Right. So before I get to you, Bubba, um, does does that mean that Natalio is a bicycle? <laughs> That's all I'm saying, <laughs> Bubba. Bro, you can't uh, you can't say that and then ask me to give my opinion. That's damn. That's exactly what I'm doing. <clears throat> um. I'm not surprised that they didn't break anybody up. Okay. Am I a little upset that they gave us all this in your face? We're breaking people up and nothing happens. I feel a little let down because I mean, yeah, they should have split some people up and started some new tag teams or whatever, but it doesn't surprise me in the least that they throw all this information at you and then not do it. But I mean, right. look at when the first draft, when they tried to break up the Dudleys, how long did that last really? Mm. About a month. <laughs> True. Yeah, like yeah, four or five months. Because he was seen yeah. with Spike for a few months. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so when, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. That's when what? I was gonna say yeah. That's when Spike Dudley became the dummy of everybody just kicking him like a used ball. And, and Devon brought us uh, Batista, Deacon Batista. Yeah, that's true. And that's true. They tried to push Bubba to the main event. <laughs> I'd be happy in the main event. Giggity, giggity. Those were sadder times. Yes. This draft, let's go through this. Day one, night one, SmackDown, April 28th. We had the bloodline consisting of Roman Reigns, Solo, and Paul Heyman. Son Usos. Post draft SmackDown. I'm just I'm not gonna give the pre-draft. I'm just gonna give the post. So post SmackDown. Cody Raw. Bianca, the Raw Women's Champion to SmackDown. Becky Lynch, Raw. Street Profits, SmackDown. Imperium, all three members, Gunther, Kaiser, and Vinci going to Raw. Edge. WWE Hall of Famer going to SmackDown. Matt Riddle staying on Raw. Bobby Lashley going to SmackDown. Drew McIntyre going to Raw. The OC consisting of AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Mia Yim all going over to SmackDown as a mixed stable. The Miz staying on Raw. Damage Control consisting of the three. Bailey. Dakota Kai and Io Sky going over to SmackDown. Shinsuke Nakamura going over to Monday Night Raw. From NXT, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn going to SmackDown. And the NXT Women's Champion going to Raw, Indy Hartwell. That was the first night. Now, did you guys get to watch 
SmackDown to see all of this happening live. I did. I got to watch it. I want your reaction to when these happened. Like, just give me generalized. I marked out big when uh, when they said Shinsuke Nakamura to Raw because as we are, Carl, Bubba, and I are all hosts of the Raw Watch Along, I marked out big for that because I'm a huge Nakamura fan and I knew we were going to get more of him on Raw. Right. I got it, and I I laughed at the NXT call ups because of watching Shawn Michaels facials <laughs> and just how upset he was at those call ups happening. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was pretty epic. So now, Andre, as somebody who did not watch it, but um, I'm sure that you found out. Oh yeah. What well, were I get your the first thoughts? few picks on Raw from you? So <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the SmackDown alone. Um. Doesn't surprise me with the women with uh, Bianca going over because if you look a couple of years back, they did the same thing with the the Becky and Charlotte traded brands, and then they just changed titles, and Charlotte dropped the belt, and that was the whole issue there. Yeah, and, and nothing really surprises me out of it. Like I love that Shinsuke is going to Raw. I think he needs a refresh. He kind of he's fallen into a real low point in the WWE. He needs mm-hmm. that. Refresh. I thought him going to Japan going, and then coming back with might give him some kind of, re- but it didn't. So I'm hoping this is something to revitalize him. Let him. Maybe he's in this world this world title tournament. Like that. It, make him the world champion for all I care. I love this guy. Well, that's what I said last night on the Raw watch along with him and uh, him and the Miz. I'm like, what if this is a storyline to build that they a storyline that they can have during the tournament mm-hmm. between the two? That would be epic. Fantastic. Bubba, your thoughts? Uh, I was over the top for uh, Imperium going to Raw. <clears throat> I thought it was going to be Vice versa. I thought they were going to stay on SmackDown, but they did do what I thought they were going to do as far as the titles were concerned. So I was pretty ecstatic about that. Um, not too happy about our Raw Women's Champion, or the SmackDown Champion, whatever, which way it is, Rhea Ripley going away from group that she's basically started kind of bummer for me <clears throat> but i was ecstatic shinsuke needs to be on raw they need to put him in that title run give him something to do like instead of just you know feeding off the bottom and nothing right and let's not forget about i think it was like about a week or two ago when he made that announcement i'm going after the world heavyweight championship he said yeah good for him yeah <laughs> that was awesome and the oc going to smackdown that is going to be dynamite. Well, no, Rhea, Rhea Ripley is on the same brand as Judgment Day. They're both on Raw. I thought Rhea went to SmackDown. No, Rhea's Rhea. won the SmackDown title, but she was oh. on Raw. And she got okay. drafted by Raw. Bianca I, I, went I to got them backwards. I got yeah, the Bianca backwards. went to SmackDown, yeah. yeah. They flipped, essentially the champions flip brands. Yeah. Now, are they are they actually going to do a very nice, here's your title, thank you for <sighs> my title, and that'll be it? Or are we going to have that stupid same thing that they did with Charlotte Flair, where they please God some no. reason why they decided to beat the hell out of each other. I have no clue. So my understanding, <laughs> and from the reports that I've been seeing, is that this is just going to be a changeover. Um, it, it is something that may not even happen on screen. It just might be a changeover. So next Monday, night, next Monday night, we see Rhea walking out with the Raw Women's title. Then, right, and then they'll kind of okay. like allude to it. Right on commentary, they'll kind of allude to, you know, oh, as per the draft, now that she's, you know, a superstar here, 
she has this title because you know she's here now. Okay. What yeah, I would I just, love for though is for the lineage, like the SmackDown lineages, just become the Raw lineage, and the Raw lineage just become so it keeps the lineage of the title, but it's just it's just the colors. I would actually like them to keep the lineages like that. So the Raw title has SmackDown lineage and then SmackDown lineage. Yeah, like like they like they announced like they announced that yeah Bianca's on over three hundred days with the title they can still continue saying that with her in the SmackDown belt then because mm-hmm. it, right. it's just it's just the title same James the title has changed James not the actual lineage you can say yeah okay yeah I I hundred percent could get behind that so let's go through the supplemental draft that happened on the SmackDown lowdown that happened April twenty second. Uh, Apollo Crews, Raw. Candice LeRae, Raw. Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville, female tag team, Raw. Dexter Loomis, Raw. You see a pattern happening here? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to change it up a little bit. Mick Stable, Hit Row, going SmackDown. JD McDonough, Raw. Yes, that's an NXT star to Raw. Lacey Evans, who we haven't seen in forever, except on her social media accounts, SmackDown. The maximum male models with Maxine Dupree, raw. Natty, raw. Viking Raiders, raw. Zoe Stark from NXT to raw. I'm very happy with these NXT names. Yeah, I am so excited to see Zoe Stark's on the main roster. Uh, Jay McDonough, I think outside of alleged things things alleged things this guy's a rock star in the ring like oh yeah i think this like he like again with especially with triple h charge this guy with being that he is a smaller gentleman he will get a push i think he could be a superstar on the main roster i want to see i want to see a teacher student rivalry between him and finn balor yeah that could be really, really cool. GD McDonough joins Judgment Day. I can't. He does I don't, not have no. that character. Yeah, yeah. Just could it happen? Anything can happen. Do I want to see that happen? No, no. I want to see JD McDouchebag do good on his own. That's <laughs> that's. <laughs> Victor, how you doing, my friend? Thank you so much for popping in. Really appreciate you. Right now we're talking about the uh, WWE draft that happened. We've gone through SmackDown and SmackDown Lowdown, and we're making our way over to what happened last night on Monday Night Raw. And this was absolutely huge. Huge. Um, You guys got to watch the entire thing. I did not. I had to go to bed. I was just not well at all. Yeah, Victor, I agree. Zoe Starks is going to shine. I agree. I would put money on it. As I said about uh, her uh, about Starks last night, she's going to freshen up the women's division. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yep. Big time. Let's go through Raw. <clears throat> Rhea Ripley to Raw. Austin Theory to SmackDown. Yes, the United States champion is now over on SmackDown. Seth Rollins, Raw, Charlotte, SmackDown. The undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, both now Raw, as Sami Zayn was SmackDown star before. 
The Usos, SmackDown, Judgment Day, Raw. The Latino World Order, SmackDown. Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez, the Women's Tag Team Champions, Raw. Asuka, SmackDown. The New Day, but only consisting of Kofi and Xavier Woods, no mention of Big E, Raw. The Brawling Brutes, SmackDown. Trish, Raw. Karrion Cross and Scarlet, SmackDown. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Just leave the company. Um, but <laughs> I'll pay you to leave. Just L- Ronda. We can keep Shayna. Night. SmackDown. Braun Strowman and Ricochet, Raw. Shotzi, SmackDown. Bronson Reed, Raw. From NXT, Pretty Deadly, going to SmackDown. It'll be very interesting to see how that is portrayed on the Fox Network. Their characters that they've got, they're a little, can be a little out there. It'll be very interesting. The Alpha Academy, Raw, Rick Boogs, SmackDown, Katana Chance, and Caden Carter from NXT, Going to Raw and Cameron Grimes from NXT getting the call up to SmackDown. Jeez. Let's get to some of these comments from Victor here super quick. What shocked me the most, uh, but a little not really. Heel Edge and AJ Styles feud or Lashley versus AJ. Um. Either or. I mean, I, I, I enjoy all of that. Sammy versus Gunther, uh, I think would be really cool if Sammy drops the championship, drops the tag team. Yeah, like that would be really cool. LA Knight and Edge feud promo. Yeah. yeah to see up. those two in, in competition together would be amazing on my mm-hmm. end. I uh, want LA Knight. Deadly. Yeah. Yeah. LA Knight and Austin Theory would be absolutely fantastic as well. From Raw's names, is there anything there, guys, that took you by surprise in the draft there? Bob, the one that took me by surprise was LA Knight's going to SmackDown. I thought Mm. they would keep him on Raw for that that title run or, like, to have him in that whole tournament. Right. LA Knight was always on SmackDown, though. I know. I wanted him on Raw because I wanted him either to go one-on-one with Gunther for the Intercontinental Champion or have the two of them fighting with a couple other guys for that big title. Right. That's the only thing that bummed me out about all of that. That was it. So I marked out again because I called it back in January that both Zoe Starks and Cameron Grimes were going to get the call up, and they did. And so I marked out big over Cameron Grimes again, getting that call up because he he's deserved it for a while, in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so as well. Andre, put your chop pass on Cameron Grimes on the main roster. I'm 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 all in. I'm all for him for Cameron Grimes. But for me, I really like Katana Chance and Caden Carter coming up. I really like again. Is it uh, Katana Chance? She's the uh, Casey Cannon Cesaro from American Ninja Warrior, who I, I yeah. love her on that series. And I think she's gotten a pretty good run in NXT 
And her and her, and her partner, they, they are really good together, and I think they could really do well, on, especially with Raw being the women's tag team champions that are there, which confuses me for uh, the NXT tag team champions going to SmackDown. Because <laughs> the, the, the titles are on Raw, but can they defend on both shows? I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to seeing that. I, there wasn't really any surprises to me, but like, yeah, I really enjoyed seeing Katan Chance and Caden Carter getting called up. Casey Catton's arrow. Um, I will take yeah. on my screen any day. Oh yeah, um, me too. Yeah, like absolutely fantastic, fantastic. I, I just want to see her in a battle royal again and save herself. Yeah, she's fantastic at doing that. You know, it's unfortunate, but you know, she's she's passed away now. But I would have loved to have seen uh, Katana Chance now, Casey, and Sarah Lee. I would have loved to have seen those two. Wow. Right? Could you imagine even a tag team of those two for a little while? Like they're so similar in in just everything. It's it's amazing. And I think that the two of them could have had absolutely amazing matchups. And Sarah, I Yeah. You're not forgotten. I I don't have my wallet on me, but I would give my credit card number for buying tickets on that deal right there. Here, take it. Just take my money. Yeah. So Clarkson's got uh, got something here. He says, uh, sup, everyone, Carl, Bubba, and guys, in your opinion, uh, is it just me, or does this Raw roster give me Raw in 02 vibes and SmackDown, you know, kind of being back in 03 ruthless aggression vibes, you know, Edge and Ray together and Lashley there and, you know, like AJ Styles, um, you know, 2016. Like, you know what? It kind of does a little bit. And, and, and I love that, that with professional wrestling, we can have these roundabouts, I guess you could call them, where it, similar, <laughs> similar style superstars can work in similar style programs that happened in the past already, but be able to put their own spin on it and make it so different. Now, I don't want to say better because some of them definitely haven't been, but they just put their own spin onto it that makes it feel fresh and new, even if it does give you that ruthless aggression or attitude vibes, right? Just as long as we don't get HLA again, I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) I will take Eric Bischoff back any day, though. I'll take Eric Bischoff, but just not that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because they're Victor, a great yeah. on character <clears throat> yeah they're, 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 the internet's big enough we don't ever need HLA back there's the <laughs> internet for that <laughs> right uh, there's hubs for that <clears throat> supplemental <Jeez>. draft <laughs> supplemental draft <sighs> happened on Raw Talk which aired immediately after Raw yes. Akira Tozawa Stayed on Raw. Dana Brooke stayed on Raw. Emma, which I need to see more of. Raw. Is she in the company? I didn't, yeah. I didn't think she was still with the company. I, think yeah. she, I thought she got released again. <laughs> nope. <Okay>. Nope. <laughs> She's still there. From NXT, Grayson Waller, SmackDown. From NXT, Indus Sure, Jinder Mahal, Sangha, and Veer Mahan. Veer is finally making it to Raw. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> well, <laughs> has he shown up yet? That's the question. Has he oh, yeah, the ring yet? So we it, we don't know. <clears throat> we don't know. <laughs> I like Jack's opinion here. Oh, jeez. Dana and Emma as tag team. That'd be cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that would be great. They were NXT, a team in NXT. You know. before yeah. she, That's what he's saying. But yeah. Could you imagine putting them together? Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano staying on Raw. Not yeah. surprised. But Los Litharios. <laughs> Los Litharios. Uh, Angel and Humberto. <laughs> yeah. Going cool. to Raw. Nikki Cross staying on Raw. Odyssey Jones from NXT going to Raw. Piper Niven. Staying on Raw. Thank God her she's known as Piper yes. again. Yes. Riddick Moss going to Raw. Tamina going to SmackDown. Tegan Knox going to Raw. And Zia Lee Raw. And notice his name is Riddick Moss, not Madcap anymore. Yep. Oh. Yep. Oh, he changed his name. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm all for that. <laughs> Zoe versus Becky, that would be a cool little feud. Oh, yeah. yeah. Zoe and Becky, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, got his name back. Definitely did. And I'm Mm -hmm. I'm very, very happy about that. So now we come to the other question. The other part of this title for this show. Free agents? What in the actual... What the F, David Blaine? (coughs) So apparently, the following wrestlers were included in the draft pool, but ultimately became free agents, either through contractual negotiations or due to going undrafted. Their status as free agents were announced via the post shows, SmackDown Lowdown and Raw Talk. Free agents may appear on both Raw and SmackDown. So I'll go through these names because there isn't very many that are that are here. But Brock Lesnar always has been and always will be a free agent. Surprise. Baron Corbin, free agent. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, free agent. Dolph Ziggler, Elias, Mustafa Ali, Omos, Von Wagner from NXT, and Zion Quinn from NXT, all free agents. Now, my question comes in. What about the rest of NXT? <laughs> because were they not technically part of this draft? Because Triple H announced that everybody on all brands... So would that not now technically make every other NXT star that we didn't get their name to be a free agent? And what about the injured wrestlers too? Yeah, but that they one were not included. Yeah, yeah. If you were hurt, you weren't included in anything. Yes. That's, so that's why they didn't include Big E with the new day right now. I'll go through that list really quick for everyone as well. So Alexa Bliss. Oh God, I love Alexa Bliss. Aaliyah. Biggie, Bray Wyatt, and Uncle Howdy. Carmella. <laughs> Carmella because she's pregnant. pregnant. Congratulations to her. Gable Steveson. 
who is apparently inactive due to training for the 2024 Olympics, apparently since they announced him, what, two years ago already. Bullshit. Logan Paul, because of his part-time contract. R-Truth, Randy Orton, Robert Roode, Shanky, please change that name, and Tommaso Ciampa, all due to uh, injury or part-time contract status or other. So they were not included in there. What do you guys think about this free agent stuff? (laughs) So I can see why why they put Omos as as a free agent because as OMD said, he's an attraction. Yeah. So you can put him on Raw. You can put him on SmackDown. I don't know if he would sell tickets like, say, Brock Lesnar would, but it would he, I am he, sorry, Carlo. Go ahead. <laughs> I am not a fan of Omos. I have Omos. have never been a fan of his. He looked good yesterday, though. He did. He's he's slowly getting better, right? He you, looked you good did, at Mania. He, yeah, he did look good at Mania as well. Still hasn't won me over yet. No. But you said some words there, Chris. Special attraction or an attraction, right? Hmm. My good friend was also considered a special attraction and had matches with the Big Show, Brock Lesnar, and even Vince McMahon. We're talking Zach Gowan. So just because somebody's a special attraction, I don't think really makes them special until they've actually done something to be special. You know what I mean? And um, just Omos for me, attraction or not, still hasn't done anything special for yeah. me to feel anything for that character. And that's that's what I mean. Like he's he is an attraction because of his height, and that's pretty oh. much it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> for me on the free agent side... Like, other than Brock, because, again, it's Brock. He's always a free agent. But for me, the one that interests me the most out of all is Dolph Ziggler. This guy is arguably the best professional wrestler in the company. Like, AJ Styles is a couple couple others. But, like, like the guy can make a broomstick look like it just had a five-star match. Um, And the fact is, him as a free agent works perfectly because if you need him to come in and just – have a great match with anybody on Raw or SmackDown to get somebody set up. You could use him in the title tournament, then you could take him over to SmackDown a month later to get a guy to help build another help build another guy up, help build a Von Wagner or whoever the heck it is. Uh, those guys help them build up on SmackDown or wherever. That is, I think, the perfect person to be a free agent because he can make anybody look like a superstar. Yeah, and going back and, and the whole free agent thing too, I can see a bunch of guys like Elias. I can see Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander going down to NXT and and maybe spending a couple of weeks and helping those guys out too. Yeah, because yes. they're free agents. They yes. can go to any brand. Yeah. So yes. NXT is a possibility. <clears throat> that's right. And that's what I was going to say about uh, Elias as well. Why wouldn't he go down there and help build up a new star and maybe tag with somebody? Who knows, right? Like he could do whatever he wants, which is mint. So given all the names that we got from NXT, 
I want to know from you guys, is there one name in NXT that you wish would have got the draft to Raw or SmackDown that didn't? Let's start with you, Bubba. Oh, <clears throat> I can't remember his his stage name, but it's uh, Steiner. Oh, Ron, Bronson. Ron Breaker. Oh, Ron, Ron Breaker. Breaker. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I wish he would have got drafted somewhere or something would have happened with him. Like, but I get they probably want to, they have something special planned for him. I'm hoping where he's going to just show up and take over and, you know, do his thing. Is he, isn't he still doing that feud with that Carmelo? A little bit, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So now what about you, Chris? I, I got to say Bronson because. I mean, he's he's been ready for a while now. I think he was ready actually since he debuted. To be honest with you, <laughs> uh, before we he's get to help. you, Andre Baron Corbin can be a free agent, write him off TV, and bring back broke character or lone wolf. Um, so Baron Corbin has already gone on record and said that he will never do the lone wolf character ever again. He is not interested in doing it. He does not want to do it. And he wants that it is left there. He feels that he has surpassed what he can do with the lone wolf character and wants to uh, move past it. Braun might do what Brock did in 02. Yeah, very possible. I would Andre. Like to see Braun and... Uh... Oh, I, oh. So I would... Yeah. <laughs> For me, I kind of was surprised we didn't see... There's two people. Wesley and Ilya Dragunov. Those right. were the two that really surprised me. And this one oh, is yeah. just to piss off Ed. Uh, scripts. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I'm okay with script staying where he is. <laughs> but for but for Dragon Off, especially because I think and I want to see him come back, go to Raw now, and just him and Walter do it again for the Intercontinental Title. Because right, oh my God, their two other matches were absolutely tremendous. And then Wesley, I think, has been. But I I can see why he's not. I can see them giving him another year. Maybe he's the guy that takes some big title off Carmelo later this year. They, I think they got more to do with Wesley down there before he's right before they're, he's coming up. Huh. Interesting, Victor. That's interesting too. Cedric and and uh, Shelton to SmackDown come backstage and tell Lashley they uh, uh, he needs uh, needs help. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Mustafa come back to NXT. Sean might have a plan for him. Yeah, like I think that that would be fantastic. Mustafa Ali is an amazing worker inside that ring. And like, I don't want to say underutilized because he's being used. I just don't think that he's being used in the proper way. That's the only thing. And yeah, Cedric said that he wanted to fight uh, with Wesley also so uh, yeah that would that would be great too um yeah go ahead chris what if mustafa ali becomes the new Heath slater (laughs) where he's going where he bounces back and forth between brands looking to looking for a job between the the two brands been there done that i don't want to see it again (laughs) not from mustafa at least well it it already feels like he was doing that on raw anyway so Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it kind of did, right? What is this here? Uh, Christopher is saying, uh, you forgot something, it might work, but this dude named Zion Quinn is Samoan. He might be with Bloodline soon, um, you know, with Paul Heyman or even Tamina. I didn't even factor Tamina going to SmackDown as being as possibly you, doing that. But these guys realize they got like 99% of the Samoans all on SmackDown, right? Yeah. 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 Talk about uh, boosting the bloodline. So the only name from this, from NXT, that I uh, didn't see go up that I really wanted to was Joe Gacy. Oh, yeah. I would have loved to have seen Joe Gacy uh, make his way up there because we know at some point Bray Wyatt is going to be coming back. And I would love for Joe Gacy to be in some way, shape, or form factioned in with Bray Wyatt. I think it just works. So I brought up uh, the idea of special attraction. Bray Wyatt is definitely one of those. I think it would... I think it's great that he's a free agent, to be honest with you, so that he can bounce back and forth. He keeps his feuds fresh by going back and forth between the shows. Yep. Right. Hmm. Yeah, Jacob Fatu was definitely talking about that in an interview, I'm sure. Jacob Fatu is another good guy. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that we've got here for tonight's program. We are going on an hour and 25 minutes already. So we are going to say our thank yous. And I want to hear from everyone one last time. Bubba Duke, where can the people find you? What you got going on? Uh, This week, we're uh, gaming, obviously, for Thursday night. We're going to be playing some Call of Duty um, 2, World War 2. Uh, you can catch us here on OLE and Turnbuckle Studios and my Twitch, which is The Boris Nets with Bubba Duke uh, over there on Twitch. And uh, we are getting some uh, new social medias. We're, we're getting it all sorted out right now. But uh, you can always email your questions to me or your recommendations for games at uh, The Boris Nest with Bubba <clears throat> at uh, gmail.com. Chris Best. All right. So you can find me on YouTube at CBRS Entertainment. Uh, I'm going to be, I'm still trying to work out my, gra- my, my game capture issues, but I will be streaming as soon as that issues are fixed. Uh, you can also follow me on Facebook at um, 83 Films if you want to catch my old films that I used to do in college there. Beautiful. Andre. All right. Okay, here we go. So you can find me on Andre Melball Talk on YouTube.com slash at Andre Mel at Andre Melball at Andre Melball Wrestling Talk. Yeah, I'm messing it up already. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter on Twitter at that Canada guy, Instagram at that Canada dude. Uh, I will also be on this coming Saturday or Sunday with our good buddy Ol Ed and a special guest or two talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be reviewing that this coming Sunday. I'm going to see it in two days. I'm so goddamn excited. <laughs> two days from now, I'll be sitting in a theater at this time watching that movie, and I am super excited. And me and Ed and a special guest or two are going to be talking about it. We're super excited for this. It's going to be so much fun. Come check that out. And uh, we have shows dropping on Andre Melbourne Wrestling Talk tomorrow and Friday covering 
the uh, Road to John Taku tournament, and coming up next week will be more Stardom content, and the and we'll be reviewing Wrestling John Taku. Nice. For myself, first off, I want to thank my friends over at RealWrestling.net. RealWrestling.net is news and views by real fans. Yes, that means that we are international with this program now over in the UK. I love those guys. They have done amazing for me so far. Go and check out RealWrestling.net. And I don't want to forget... My good friends over at Invasion Comics and Collectibles. If you are into comic books, Funko Pops, collectibles, different merchandise of that sorts, whether it's board game, card game, check out my friends at invasioncnc.ca. They have a secure shop there where you can go and order what you want and have it shipped to you. That is at invasioncnc.ca. Easiest way for you to find everything for me is at my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Carl Carafel. And in case it doesn't include it, you want some Turnbuckle Studios merchandise, you want some Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke merchandise, you want some Beats and Beatdowns merchandise, and even some Paramindful merchandise, then check out carlcarafel.redbubble.com. For Bubba, for Andre, for Chris, and for myself, Carl Carafel, this has been another edition of Turnbuckle Talk Confusion and Free Agents. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And remember, the world's a scary place. Take care of each other.